0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the song of songs, which is Solomon's. Okay, I have a new favorite verse. (laughs) Well, as I've understood, this one has just blown me away. Uh, Today is so exciting. We get to the... 16th verse or the final verse of the fifth chapter which is the Ion verse and i think it lines up with that very beautifully and oh my goodness does it line up with the ninth utterance of uh, creation and so we'll get to it in english so we're just going to do the beginning of the verse we may have to do two more but at least one more (laughs) as today is just simply uh five words his mouth is most sweet and oh is it um in so many different ways and wow i mean it is one of the more spectacular things i've ever uncovered in the scriptures as i have been digging down through this and so the idea of mouth right there is taste um his taste is most sweet might be a way to put it or you know the the um the area of his mouth it's interesting that 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 is a het and a hoof and the idea of a het is that idea of union and so obviously you get the idea of his kisses which is what specifically we're probably talking about here and that idea of the hoof is this idea of desire but it's also a crown and so to get into this the way that I think that we can really get some unbelievable understanding is that the hoof is the crown that is desire or desire drives behavior that can tr- even drive your intellect like if, if you really 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 want to play an extravagant piano solo and you have enough desire it will drive your intellect to learn how to make drive, learn the piano or more importantly if you have a thirst <laughs> a thirst for the lord in a big 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 way it is going to drive your intellect to understand the Bible more is going to drive your intellect in order to seek those kind of things. And that is the crown that's above your head. And here's how that works so beautifully when the idea of the, the connection that we have made between the ten utterances. Because when you get to the ninth utterance, it's he blessed them and told them to be fruitful and multiply. Well, that idea of blessing is, is also ends in that hoof. Because a hoof gives you a desire for something, okay, <laughs> to go multiply in this case and subdue, which is what, what happens. And and so it's interesting that one of the huge blessings that we got was this desire to multiply, which is connected to this idea of kissing, which works out so, so beautifully here so that we could— um, I like, in Genesis, it says replenish the earth, but you're actually supposed to plenish it because it hadn't been plenished before. (laughs) So the idea of this hoof is such a desire for God. And if we could have this desire, if we could have this thirst, right, that that, that's what, that that blessing is unbelievable. And if that thirst is for Jesus, then it's really, really a crown that is over your head. That is amazing. Um, and I'd never really put this together, but it's very interesting <laughs> that it's very connected to the idea of a hook, okay? So if you put a hat and a hoof and a hay, in other words, you take the hat and the hoof um, expressed then that idea is a hook. Well, think about how you hook a fish, right, by its taste and how I was hooked into pornography or how you were hooked into so many things that you didn't want to get hooked into. Well, often it's based on your taste, what it is that you have had this desire for, and as you develop a taste for something, right, you keep consuming it, and and it gets you at, at some level. Well, if you, divide, uh, <laughs> if you are given that Thirst for the Lord, right? The thirst for His Word, the thirst for what you're doing here today. Then, by the same token, right? It creates this idea of the iron, because this is the iron verse, which is very much a yoke, and, and it has to do with being a servant of something. But once you're yoked in, well, you know, if you're hooked, you're pretty much yoked. And so, what it's saying, I think, it's so beautiful when it says, "sweet there." the idea of sweet here is two mems which is like double your pleasure and let me just say it's very much connected to the sweetness of the bread of the manna because manna is a mem and a nun well this idea of sweet here is very much it's right next to it by the way in the concordance is mem mem the idea of a double jesus right and then a tav which is truth and then a kuf which is which is proximity so if you're close to the truth that's double sweet right and so it's most sweet and, and so the idea is is that jesus is when we have an idea of how sweet his kisses are if we have a, an idea of a taste of jesus that way that we have this crown that this blessing that's unbelievable that hooks us to jesus And so how beautiful is that? I mean, absolutely spectacular in my view (laughs) that we can be hooked on Jesus. (laughs) And so the idea of our mouths, I I never have put all this together, but being a fisherman and spending a lot of time fishing, even yesterday, I can't help but think that, oh my goodness, you want to hook somebody, you know in so many different ways you know they say a man's <laughs> wives get their husbands through their cooking and and i've said a, a weight of the man's heart is through his stomach well <laughs> you know there's a crown to some extent right there and, and so when you think about this whole thing like oh my goodness how did you get hooked how did you get hooked on jesus how did you get hooked on his word on those kisses and so i was just thinking about how he blessed me this morning in so many different ways to get hooked on prayer to get hooked on his word and he did that in a season of my life when i was hungering for a lot of other things but what i really wanted to do was learn how to sell more cars because i thought that was going to make me important in my dad's eyes etc cetera, etc cetera, because we're always trying to please dad right so what jesus did was he cast out (laughs) on the line of Dr. Norman Vincent Peale's right, The Power of Positive Thinking, and you might have heard me say this before, but it's so applicable here. He said, if you'll get up an hour early every morning, an hour earlier, and pray that God will show you, and you begin to read the Bible, it will give you a positive mental attitude, and you'll be able to sell more cars. Well, that idea seemed absolutely lunatic to me. (laughs) However, I spent $100 on this set, and I was hooked. Like, you've got to do, this is what you've got to do in order to have, the, you know, what it is that you want. And so I started reading the Bible, and I developed that taste, and it hooked me. And I am hooked to this day, and I am so grateful <laughs> that his kisses are so unbelievably sweet that we could spend time thinking about this this morning, and can't you hardly wait? I know I can, <laughs> that God blessed them. That you were blessed with this idea of multiplying. And this idea of multiplying from a biblical standpoint and is, is making more disciples, right? And, and as we to to get more taste, we you know, you know, if we're gonna be fishers of men, we gotta give them a taste of Jesus. Let them taste him so that they can be hooked. <laughs> I love the idea. And thanks for listening.